Hi, my name is Mark. I've been working professionally as a web developer since 2009. I got started by making tiny HTML snippets for pay-per-click ads, and my responsibilities have grown tremendously since then. I've got my gripes about this profession, rest assured. I've had my headaches from working with Prototype and Scriptaculous, mucked with no conflicting that alongside jQuery, been weary about what's really inside of NPM packages, and I've been through my fair share of browser wars too. I remember when things were perfect at 960 wide, only to have this thing called responsive web design take foot. Then came progressive web apps and a gnarly series of point flips on if I should be using React, Vue, or Angular. That said, the evolution continues and my enthusiasm remains. I'm doing what I can one keystroke at a time, and I'm good with that. Recording out of North County, San Diego, I'm here to help put my city's digital savants on the forefront, talk tech, and find the proper moments of rest before burnout becomes a reality. So sit back and enjoy these next few minutes, and welcome to All Web SD. Hey everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is your friend Mark at AllWebSD, opening up a new season of the AllWebSD podcast. And tonight, I am, don't know if you heard that ambient noise, um, but if you did, that was a motorcycle streaming fast. I am here tonight with colleague and friend and former coworker. His name is Ansel Raj. Ansel Raj is a manager, uh, data analytic, uh, excuse me. Data analytics. It's been a long day, everyone. Um, here at a local life sciences company here in San Diego, California. Um, he was also my colleague in a previous workplace as well. And I really wanted to bring him on tonight to talk about analytics. Who cares? So, Ansel, if you could please just go ahead and grab your mic. Say what's up to everyone here on the microphone. Hello, everyone. Tech community, my community. My Love community in San Diego, specifically. This yes. is the San Diego Tech Hub community. And forgive me for the unpolished intro, my friend, but um, yeah, we are recording this um, in real time at night, and I really, really appreciate your time to just cut a few minutes from your night away from your family, from your profession, from doing other fun things on a weekend that you could be doing to be here tonight and talk to me. Because tonight it's really important to just capture as much as we can in audio about analytics, who cares? And when I was thinking about this topic for tonight, I really thought of you at first pass because I it's been a long time since I've really interfaced or engaged with anyone in probably the last three to five years specifically specifically, uh, that was such an ambassador to data until I met you. And, you know, going through the course of our time together the past three years and, and such, you've really given me a passion to at least be more cognizant and aware of, of data and those types of side effects that occur every time that I code. Um, again, forgive me, there's a dog barking in the background. So if that ambient noise gets hit up, tough cookie, that's how it is. Um, but yeah, so I really wanted to carry that attitude and that narrative and that passion, if you will, across the board throughout the San Diego Tech Hub community to get a better understanding of what it is you do on a daily basis, um, why it's important, things of that nature. And of course, you know, I gave you five questions or so, and I'm going to get really specific on those in particular. But if you could just give us a backstory of who you are in terms of a data scientist, um, analytics expert, how long you've been in the field. Let's start there. Okay. 
thank you for inviting me. I mean, it's a great honor when you tell that uh, when you meant analytics, you remembered me. I love that Always. to be associated with me uh, because then it seems like I'm doing my job well. <laughs> Looks like I'm influencing in the right direction, uh, which I think the world is catching up to now on the analytics side. It's a big topic everywhere. It has been big in, uh, I think, West Coast, in the bigger companies. But now I think everyone, especially in this pandemic, comes to know about this. Small business owners, medium mm-hmm. owners, everyone needs it. Mm-hmm. And they need to understand how it works and how it brings value to their organization to survive. And I agree with you. And that's why it was really important for me to really pursue you. And, you know, we've had an ongoing email thread in the background of this planned recording for tonight because I really wanted to get you on the microphone to really pitch for it and talk about it. And, you know, we could say a lot of umbrella terms all night and say big data. What is analytics and all of this stuff? Um, But I don't really want to go there and and just, you know, stand on a soapbox and talk like that. It's really all about, you know, the engagement and the perception and the value from the people that work in code all day. And tonight, really, I wanted to be more so about getting everyone aware in the audience, whether you're a business owner, small business owner, whether you're a product owner, whatever kind of product owner you are. Actually, product owners pitch for data all the time. That's how they make their decisions. Um, more so, I guess you could say software engineers that are in the green, that are you know zero to three years of experience. You know, they're more so just ramping up on code and just you know keeping up with the tech Joneses that are out there because we know technology moves so fast. That there's that other side of the coin where the data matters. That you could be building something and at the end of the day, it doesn't mean anything. Or you could build something which could potentially hold value. And, you know, again, it goes back to we could showcase our tag team efforts, you and I, along with some of, some of our other past teammates, you know, on some science tools that we've, science data tools that we've created in the past for a previous organization. Um, but that's for a different day. Um, but that's really what it's all about, too, because that was a positive side effect of something that we did together as a team. Um, it brought, it pretty much brought a revenue stream to our organization uh, when you were part of it. So that's really where I wanted to get about it because I'm, I'm more so encouraged to say to everyone out there that's in the trenches of code all data, think before you tap the keyboard, is what you're doing going to bring value? And value does not off, often mean money. You know, and data, it works two ways. There's, you know, data to the customer, if that's what you do. And there's also data to your business, right? Would that be a fair, like, data for dummies kind of way of, like, um, explaining, not necessarily explaining that, but, you know, in, interpreting it, like, why it's important? Yeah. Okay. So then let's get into five specific questions in particular. And... I want to talk about you as an average data analytics expert, data scientist. What's your job classification that you're working with for today? What what does HR classify you as? I'm still managing a team of analysts Uh and trying to integrate data sources. So actually I can build a gold golden data set, a golden goose that would lay insights that the leadership team can actually take and run 
to build the next revenue stream for the company. So my role is getting your hands dirty and cleaning the data, first sourcing the data, cleaning the data, and then once it's cleaned, use the right methodology to actually strangulate it to give out the insights that it's hiding from us. Mm. Would you, to your point at that beginning narrative, it, that already sounds kind of painful, cleaning the data, sanitizing the data. Because to me, if I were in your shoes, it feels like data resources can come from left and right field and all over the place. I mean, to be honest, yeah, the biggest challenge for me is uh, to source the data. And that's where software engineers and developers actually come in. Mm-hmm. Because they are first point contact. That 10 lines of code that you write Mm-hmm. The product. If it does not send back any data, what am I going to do? Am I going to have a job? No. Mm-hmm. So yep. it starts there. When you start writing those lines of code into the product, the product has to talk back to its product owners. And the way it talks back is through data. It has to relay back that chain of thoughts of what is happening with the product. That's the way the product communicates to us, you know? Yep. And it could be gibberish at the beginning until mm-hmm. you start understanding the data. And to me, that's where, you know, in the infancy of my career, I really, you know, I heard about data and big data and stuff and, you know, the class, the classic streams of um, recording web analytics data, you know, tends to be from Google Analytics and stuff out of box. And there are more out there, trust me. Um, but I get where you're coming from. Trust me, especially with working with you uh, over the last few years. But the earlier era of me really didn't. I never connected to that because my my role was just to survive and learn how to code and learn language and you know, just kick it out the door. So I kind of want to fine tune a little bit more there and you're getting there with me. So thank you for that. Um, Because like you said, in the 10 lines of code, it starts with you coding and communicating that information back to the product owners, the people that own it, the parents, if you will, of, of the baby. And that's true. You know, I have to, you know, I have to code in those signatures in there, you know, to push data back into a data layer and things of that nature. And tonight is not a whiteboard session on audio on how we're going to do that folks. Um, please. That's, that's, that's definitely an interactive project for a different day, but that, that'd be really cool. Um, I'm all thinking about it now. Um, so now knowing that we're getting into that portion where it's interfacing between you, the data analyst, data scientist, and me, the software developer that's implementing that, let's get there. Just on an average, close your eyes and think back to your entire body of work thus far, all the or different organizations that you've worked for, including the one that you work at now. So my question to you is this. First question, during the creation of software or product, when do you, Ansel Raj, when do you you usually get consulted for your expertise? Is it at the beginning of an implementation, in the middle of an implementation, or more so towards the end? Honestly, ballpark it. uh, Yeah, I mean, I worked in organizations where I have been consulted as an afterthought, Mm-hmm. Uh, and my current organization does not do that, actually. They are pretty proactive in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
in this role. So they understand the importance of data. Mm-hmm. But also my job is not only to try and understand the data and generate insight, but also advocate to change the process of integrating uh, data person when the product is being built and when the planning is happening with the product owner. Because that is, that is when you understand from the product owner's mind that what they are going to be looking forward to once the product is built. And whether a baby is crying or happy, how, how do you know that? That mm-hmm. is something you need to get the data for. And the data person has to work closely with the software developer to actually build in those metrics that would actually communicate the emotions of the product. Mm-hmm. And this has been my life story of pushing people to be more integrated, especially on the data and IT side, mm-hmm. where development is not a siloed process, right. uh, which is just, okay, I need to finish these tickets, build this product, and kick it out. No, mm-hmm. it's an end there. You want to see the fruits of your labor, right? How do yes. you see that? Is it working? What are the customers doing with it? What value is it bringing back? All these things are hidden in the data layers, which has to be communicated back to us. And in many cases, those data points have to be put in there in advance so that it can start communicating as soon as it rolls out. Gotcha. So I guess it kind of invalidates my follow-up question um, because I already know the answer to it. but it was going to be this, so let's just throw it out there. During the creation of software or product or feature, um, when do you think you should be consulted? Which is obvious from the very beginning. It's pretty, yeah. It should. That's pretty much a no-brainer. And again, me as you know, the developer tapping the keyboard, one hundred percent agree. Um, so for anyone out there within your organizations, please, you know. I'm sure you already do, and you you think about it. But when there are pockets of time where that doesn't happen, speak up because it's really important to get, you know, whether they are, um, whether or not that it's actually their core responsibility is irrelevant at this point. It's just a matter of at least communicating it out to your to your team members, specifically in the data or analytics side of things, to say, hey, we're about to strike with this thing. It's going to happen. Please be there. Meetings at two. So, um, I mean, we all are working in agile uh, functionality these days and it's always mm-hmm. better to think about the future and look forward while working. Uh, if you don't put any tracking code right now it is still going to come back as a zero ticket on your head a uh, few yeah. months down, down the lane so it is better to be proactive about that and just install that tag in before the product rolls out especially yeah. with all these out of box functionalities it is it is so super easy right now to start tracking and get your immediate KPIs rolling from get-go. Right. So why just not go ahead and do it? Let's um, empathize with each other just a tiny bit more because I see the value proposition coming from your end and you see it from my end. So let's bring them together. Um, We're in a conference room together whether it be virtual through, through zoom or, you know, in a real world scenario, um, let's get some value and vocabulary 
down together before we actually enter that conference room. For me, my question is, and this wasn't something that I warmed your brain up to. This is just something that I'm making up right now. So heads up. Um, when we get into that conference room, what are the types of data sets, KPIs, metrics, whatever you want to call them, that you want to tell the software to de developer to be absolutely aware of? Now, it's kind of hard for me to say this because it's actually a blanket statement. I haven't even defined to you what the core product or feature or problem is to solve quite yet. But just from like a very broad level, like what would you say, hey, software developer, before we get in there, these are the things we need to, to, to ensure that we keep our eyes on. What would they be? So on a high level, I can yeah. say that the two biggest categories for e-commerce to be successful is going to be web analytics. Mm -hmm. and the second one is app analytics, which is either you build a product as a web and put it out there on the internet, or you build a app that is hosted mm -hmm. on the Android iOS platform. So mm -hmm. these are the biggest uh, tech that you're going to do for any company, and the products have to be either one of cool. these. Cool. And I know... Okay, keep going. Sorry about that. Go for it. So... Yeah. Irrespective of which platform they are, uh, mm -hmm. you want to track certain metrics that are actually given to you as an out-of-box op option with many of the big software players right now. Yeah. And it is like any business. Uh, you walk into a Walmart, you know there is a security guard sitting there with a people counter in his hand pressing mm -hmm. every time one person walks through. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with an app or with a website. Mm -hmm. You're going to track the customers. You're going to track how many people are coming in, how many people are going out. What, which door are they coming in? Which door they're going out? What are mm -hmm. the products they're touching? Where are they moving most? Right. These are the metrics which are common on both platforms. Agreed. Okay, good. And obviously, we could even part two this and just go get into the nitty-gritty of what KPIs we'd want. Absolutely, but, um, yeah. But let's save that for part two. But that doesn't mean you're going to get another shirt, my friend. Sorry, unless I change the color. Um but yeah, good. So that's uh, another piece that I wanted to bring up. So thank you very much for aligning. Yeah, alignment, really. That's really what it is. It's basic alignment amongst uh, teammates from, you know, with multiple specializations. So good. We checked that one off. Um, let's get a little personal. I'm sure I, I was a problem to deal with when you were working with me. And I'd like to apologize in advance for it. Um, you have to give me the broad answer again and close your eyes and look back at your entire body of work and experience. What problems do you find to be commonplace when interfacing with development teams? I think it's not on the development teams. It is the process of development and the mindset that has put into uh, the prehistoric software engineer, which mm -hmm. is develop the product and mm -hmm. that is your sole responsibility mm. okay want to so, expand on that for a moment absolutely yeah so irrespective of thinking about putting a tracking id in or out the software engineer's job is just to develop the product and ship and you're going to be recognized on that basis mm -hmm. and you don't even if you don't have the thought about putting in analytics you're not thinking about the future what is happening it is still okay right right 
Yeah. And in today's yeah. world, when data is becoming more and more important, if that policy still stands, like mm-hmm. you're you're not gonna combine or integrate your data team or have a future like proactive approach towards data, it is still gonna work fine for the product to roll out. But are you gonna be successful competing in a world where someone else has rolled out a product with tracking capabilities and they are getting the data right from day one and your product is rolled out and you don't know anything and you're in the dark? Yeah, there's definitely, you're setting yourself up for disadvantage from the get-go. I totally get that. And you know what, to be, to be fair, that's, I've, I've experienced that. In fact, I've probably had a hand in it or two um, when I close my eyes and look at my past life. Yeah, um, for sure. So that is definitely a mistake that I'm acknowledging here that I would, I would encourage the next developer to not make. That's really what I'm trying to say here. So I guess, you know, food for thought for everyone here that's actually eavesdropping on this uh, audio tonight um, to really think about what Ansel just said right then and there because it's it's very important to to interface with each other to get this to get this done right and whatever this is is obviously you know a fair weather statement it changes day to day um it can um but really collaboration is key uh, i think that's another way you're saying it um and i definitely do see that i do see your point right then and there so another and thing this, this brings up another point too why Go for is it. this not something that is that is like a chapter in software engineering classes you know in action it's more so well Mm -hmm. to to be fair on that in a software development class we'll get to this in a second because it's leading into really what my end game is um for this conversation it should it should definitely be in software development classes because this is a soft skill that um is not taught and it needs to be essentially you're definitely going to hear more so about the collaboration, the emphasis on collaboration from, you know, Scrum, Agile um, uh, related fields, project management fields, where it's totally on, on their eyes to coordinate all of these resources that are ruthlessly focused on one particular area or the other or the other or the other. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely something within software development classrooms, uh, whether they be boot camps or, you know, traditional comp sci um, um, four-year universities and things of that nature. I don't really think they teach that. And that's really ultimately why I wanted to have this discussion with you tonight was on that other side of the coin. Um, in particular, you know, this isn't to knock any of the boot camps that are out there. This is, or any of the classes that are out there that are um, churning out developers uh, six months at a time now, 24 weeks, 25 weeks, 26 weeks at a time, or do it part-time and whatnot. You know, UCSD uh, extension is very, very good at their programs and what they do in, in teaching in teaching part-time or full-time. Um, and they do that for software development classes and data, data analytics classes as well. And you can get certificates and diplomas from them, and rightfully so, awesome. Um, but I do see that because if I look at UCSD bootcamp's uh, extension curriculum, I don't see any of that type of stuff on there in terms of at least two things in particular. An analytics course, 
whether it be implementation or just like rudimentary understanding of it. And second, like you said, it's just that it's kind of that agile collaboration team behavior approach that you need, um, those soft skills that you need that I don't see them getting. They're just strictly getting, okay, this is, you know, iOS development. This is Android development. This is web development. This is all the backend stacks that you need to do. That's the flavor of the year. Boom. We're going to learn it as fast as we can, as quickly as we can, give you all, all the hot stuff, boom, and get you out there. Um, so I guess where I'm going with this one is this. Out of the two, I said tonight, I see a lack of analytics courses in the curriculum or agile or collaboration training in the curriculum. Out of those two, which one would you say is the most important to put in first and why? I think putting it in the curriculum Mm -hmm. definitely is going to be top priority. Which one though? But which one? I'm asking you, I'm cornering you to choose one and I'm doing it on purpose because I know you're the data guy. So I'm feeling you're going to say, I want the data course in the um, syllabus first or the curriculum. But if I were to only say, Hey, I've only got budget to add one more course to my curriculum here at UCSD or anywhere else that uh, uh, teaches boot camps out there, which one would you want to do first? Would, would it be analytics or would it be more collaboration, agile training? Excuse me, analytics or would it be more so collaboration and agile training? I'm, I'm using both together. Mm-hmm. Those are two completely different words, but that's a different story. I mean, it's not fair to keep it separately, but to choose one, I would still go with the analytics. Okay, that's fair. I think that's that's something that everyone is focusing now, and it's pretty hot. Uh, oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hot for the long term, especially now when you are doing everything via a video camera at your home. You know, mm-hmm. you're not doing your retrospective. You're not doing your team planning, sitting together. You're not discussing whiteboarding for agile methodologies. Everything has gone virtual. Mm-hmm. True. And I, I believe even this, these kind of tracking things are going to be analytics-driven okay. going into the future. That's fair. I've, up until you said it, I was actually pretty much 50-50, but I am still going back to my original answer, too, and I'm siding with you saying, you got to put a data course in there or an analytics course, something where it's just, you know, it's a little more thought-provoking, I guess you could say. Thought, I was going to say yeah. thoughtful, but more thought-provoking is really what I, what I wanted to say. It's like, okay, you're learning how to code. Great. You're learning this stack, this stack, this stack, so on and so forth. And then comes the what's in it for me factor. And that's the analytics portion that I really wanted to really uproot for me. So thank you for that tonight. A um, couple more questions before I let you go. Actually, uh, one side topic question. What uh, core languages are you using right now? Are you a Python guy or what are you doing? What are the... Uh, mostly R and Python. R and Python right now? That's the... that's the Cool. All right. That was just... I, I could probably have my own standalone episode on R and Python, So, but that'll be a different episode. Um, again, you don't get another shirt for that. Sorry, my friend. That's tough love. Um, let's, uh, let's get into one of the questions that I did warm your brain up to. When you're in the trenches of analytics and data, 
what do you find to be the most cumbersome part of doing the job on hand? I think convincing people to see the value before the value is there. Ooh. And, and to, I'm asking a, some, a team to do something for me which is not that core responsibility but adds a lot of value to what they do without them knowing it adds a lot of value. So convincing them to do that, go just that extra one step and mm-hmm. put in extra tracking or start thinking on the, those lines of, okay, how are we going to start communicating things back Okay. That, I think it's a challenge. If I, I'm going to give you a suggestion then, because it is a challenge. But I think I'm, I'm going to, I didn't make up these words. I'm stealing, a.k.a. borrowing them, from a different data person that I met probably a couple years ago at a happy hour. And he said something like this. It's essentially you're telling a story. Data is nothing more, nothing less than telling a story. So in fire in your shoes, my friend, that's how I would always frame it, is story-driven. Tell a story. Set the stage. Say, hey, I, we see this based on what's coming in. Here's what we put, potentially could see happening next. Once upon a time, this happened. Then all of a sudden, this could happen. It's one of those things where you just have to softly like, frame it in that, in that kind of way to really get that person or that wider audience's attention and then you put the you you're at the mercy of them interpreting that still that doesn't change but at bare minimum you at least put it on on their shoulders for them to think about you know in such a way where it's a little more human and a little more uh what's the word i'm looking for tangible i guess you could say because I could, I could pass by you all the day, all the time in a, in a building and just, you could be such an ambassador for this, that, this or that. And Ansel, I could, I could just be carrying my gently used MacBook away going, man, I got to go to my next meeting. Sorry. Got to go. Got to drop off, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I keep forgetting we're in the pandemic world. So I got to drop off. It's not, I've got to go to my next meeting. Um, but you get where I'm coming from. That's how I would do it. You know, again, so it's storytelling. It's definitely storytelling. So think about it. Um, and draw it up in your own way. Um, yeah. So before we go and before I say thank you, which I, again, I genuinely, genuinely thank you for your time tonight, took you away from your family just to be with me. So, you know, big virtual hug for me to you. Um, thank you. I, I gotta pursue a little bit of what's in it for the people listening and I need some advice on their behalf. What advice could you provide new developers who are ready to strike on their first opportunity? And I'm speaking about developers, not uh, data scientists, um, you know, or analysts or anything like that. I'm t- I want you to talk to that software developer that's coming out the door, ready to go, freshly baked software developer. What would you tell that that person? Him or her? So I, I think uh, I have repeated this point earlier, but I'm going to beat on it again because it's important. Do it. Do it. One, analytics uh, provides value to you about and tells you how your work is actually doing in the real world. So if you need 
uh, gratification of or satisfaction, that is one way to measure it. The product mm. you rolled out is being lapped up, it's gone viral, and numbers speak for themselves, right? That's one way to right. achieve job satisfaction, I would say. The other thing is, I know it is an additional ask to think about these things, but go ahead and use like open box software, which is free. Mm -hmm. And you will immediately see the results and no one needs to question you on it. Right. You can just throw in, sprinkle a bit of Google Analytics or Facebook Analytics code. Those are like three to five lines of code, which are like copy and paste into your header. Yep. Yep. No big deal. And you will see the results immediately. Uh, that's something to talk and brag about. I mean, whose website is being lapped up by everyone? That's true. This is true. And, and it's food for thought, definitely. Um, I did say I was going to end it there, but because it's you, I kind of want to just do one more, just because it's you. Absolutely. Good. What advice could you provide new data scientists, new data analysts who are ready to strike on their first opportunity? Now the context goes straight to year one of you. So Talk I'm going to bor borrow Go for a very it. wise man, wise person's word. Okay. Like, and once I say it, everyone is going to know who, who it is, and he's one of my thought leaders. Uh, but here, the thought is always start with the customer, what they need. You can't build a great technology and find a customer for it. You need to look for what the customer needs and provide them a technology that best does that. And who are you channeling? Is that Steve Jobs? That it is? is oh, my goodness. Well, I can't knock rest in peace to Steve. Um, I'm going to channel one more as well. Before we go, um, shoot, who did I hear this from? I am sorry. I'm not going to give credit tonight to the person that, that said this. I will. I'm going to come back to it, but it's definitely not going to be in real time on audio because it's just going to be dead air of me going, uh, who said this? Uh, who said this? But one approach that I've always taken, at least over the last six years or so, is this begin with the end in mind literally those words by themselves have helped me out through a lot of, of a lot of duress you know begin with the end in mind that's really what it's all about and it's worked so far so i guess that's something that i would i would say to the developer and the data scientist coming out from zero to one so for what it's worth that's that's definitely our talk for tonight. And Ansel, I appreciate your time. Whenever you think of something tech-related for the San Diego community, give me a ring, allwebsd.com. I'm here for you yesterday, today, and forever, my friend. So I thank you very much for supporting this, uh, throwing in your two cents, um, getting through some head scratchers, and coaching me along the way on analytics why we should care and now we do all right so before we go anything to say no thank you for having me i mean 
we have worked together and it worked out really well. We okay. understand it. And I hope like the future generations of software developers and data scientists work together oh, yeah. and see the value in it and learn a life lesson. Agreed. Yeah. And you know what? If you need some cheerleaders along the way, people, Ansel and I are here for you too. So absolutely, take stock on that. And on that note, we are good. Have a good night, everyone. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening in. Remember, I'm here to foster innovation through conversation. So if you'd like to continue this discussion or any topics previously discussed, join me at San Diego Tech Hub and go headfirst into the All Web SD group. It's totally free. Just visit this link or click San Diego Tech Hub on the footer of allwebsd.com. Thanks and aloha.